Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Best of Five. My name is Elon. That is my information. And I'm here joined by the main squeeze. The king of kings. The man. The myth. The ace. The legend. Okay, my neck can't go any farther. <laughs> Uh, this is Steve, Ace King, Offsuit Jurek. Everybody Hello, say, everyone. Hello Thank going, you Steve? for letting us. It is going. It is going. It is going. <laughs> I agree. That's the best I can give you, folks. I'm sorry. I agree. I agree. I agree for realsies. I, yes, I am Triple H. Um, and I think in honor of that, I should start every episode by coming out here and talking for 20 minutes and saying absolutely nothing about how in this business about how we play the game gonna spit some water too okay i for the sake of your computer equipment no no stop right there no i i have monitors (laughs) that i do not want to get anything on yep so for those Plus, of you... I haven't mastered that. I, I there's an art to doing like the the spit mist. I can do it. It's easy. But for those of you that were listening, Steve took a giant swig and he was about to do it until we stopped. Anywho, tonight on the show, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff, including the absolute tragic early end to the MKX Lives tournament that was happening yesterday. We're going to talk about a little bit of the Street Fighter V patch notes. Intel World Open. We're going to talk about Virtua Fighter. Who would have thunk in the year of 2021? I almost said 2020. Who would have thunk in the year 2021? We're talking about Virtua Fighter. Uh, we're going to talk about Tekken Online Challenge. The big reveal this week. Some trailers. Some tournament announcements. Among other things. But before we get to all of that, Steve... Do you want me to hit you with the recap? I want you to hit me as hard as you can with that recap. I got to go get my sledgehammer then. Do it up. Um, so we had a couple of big Street Fighter events this past weekend. Let's kick it off with the CPT. Uh, first visit to South America. Uh, this is the South America West region, so pretty much everyone but uh, Brazil was eligible for that. Um and it was Nero the Boxer getting the win over Argentina's Frozen uh, to raise the flag for Peru once again. It's the third year in a row that a Peruvian player gets the win in the online event. So Nero the Boxer has qualified for Capcom Cup. Uh, you see uh, Frozen and Self Cool rounding out the top three. Picaro, who's won this event uh, the past two years making it all the way to top four this time. But he will get another chance later this year. Right. And uh, best name award goes to Dookie. Dookie, Dookie is a, a name. There's, yep. of all the names in this tournament, Dookie is one of them. Yep, Dookie is sure one of them. Now... Steve, I want to ask you a question. We're going a little bit off script here, but I want to ask you, ask you a question. Uh-oh. Do you like the fact that Nero the Boxer 
is automatically qualified for Capcom Cup, as opposed to the non-auto qualifiers. Are you talking about, you know, comparing a winner-take-all format versus a points format? I don't mind either way. You know, obviously, I think there's issues with... There's potential issues both ways. If you go with an auto-qualifier only, then you probably then you may miss out on the best overall players in favor of one who just happened to have a good weekend. Um, if you have four people who win tournaments one weekend and the rest of them, uh, they don't get out of pools versus another player who gets second every single time. You know, there, obviously there's an argument to be made that the more consistent player would be the better player. The other issue is um, sort of lessened in the world of online events, but in previous years where you had uh, the total leaderboard format, uh, when it's based on total points earned, um, you have this issue where it favors players who are able to travel to events or players who are who are fortunate enough to have a whole bunch of events in their particular area. So, you know, a better player may miss out because someone else who lives in California might have easy access to four or five uh, tournaments, whereas they might only have one within a thousand miles of them. So uh, there's pluses and minuses both ways. I don't mind either way. Um, I think I think either way, you're going to have very good players in it at the end. I agree. But I bring this up because it made, this made me think of 2016. The first Capcom Cup was Street Fighter V, where the winners of majors would automatically qualify to Capcom Cup. So we had Infiltration winning the first one, Tokido winning the second one, uh, and then everyone else, because I don't remember who was qualified from there. Uh, off well, the, you had, yeah, there... That created this weird situation where uh, the qualifying spot would either pass down, depending on the year, it would either pass down uh, to the highest finisher or pass down to top four mm -hmm. or just be eliminated. Um, again, I think there's pluses and minuses with each of those formats, but and I don't think one is inherently uh, better than the other, but it can lead to situations where a player gets eliminated by, you know, it, it, a player finishes fifth because they got infiltration and Tokido. Mm -hmm. uh, the two, the players who end up one, two, and the third place and the player who qualifies ends up being the one who didn't have to face either of them until top, top four. Um, it creates weird situations like that, but maybe you, you know, shouldn't have lost. Yeah, that's that's always the argument. It again, <laughs> no matter what you do, there's going to be complaints yeah. any for any one way. So uh, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with this format, especially considering uh, the circumstances that we continue to live in. And unfortunately, in the FGC, got a reminder of uh, which we'll get into later in the show. Yes. But speaking of complaints, Steve. There were a lot of complaints about a specific character that came out of another event. And that's the Red Bull Kumite. So you please recap you, that for us because everybody's talking about it. 
We thought it w might have been the Red Bull Camite. But no, it was not the case. Um, Red Bull Kumite, uh, the other big Street Fighter uh, event this past weekend. Uh, it Format was a little different. You had four four-player groups. Um, the top two from each of those made it to the finals, uh, the bracket, which was a single elimination tournament, which I forgot to change my graphic for. So, um, Mr. Crimson is your champion. Uh, Law, they, he and Idom came out of the same group. Uh, Idom won two one in the group stage, uh, but Crimson got the uh, got his revenge in the final uh, with a five four win over Idom to take the title, take the six thousand euro first place prize. Uh, Bonchen and Luffy tying for third. And then uh, Hurricane Phenom Punk and Takamura all tied for fifth. So apologies for the typo there. I'll be able to fix that uh, for the YouTube edit. Do it. Because I can do that now. You can do I that. I, I, I can. We'll do it. I will. Do it right now. I can't. Okay. But I'll do it later. Okay. Uh, also, it's super weird to see the names of the people who did not qualify from group stage. Names like, oh, I don't know, Tokido, or Problem X, or Gachikun, or Smug, or AK Jones, who won the qualifier. Kawano's been playing really well as of late. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when you have just 16 players, um, that's Them all you get. Uh, it, it, there's going to be there's going to be blood mm -hmm. at every stage. There, when you have sixteen great players and eight of them make it to the group or make it to the bracket, guess what? Eight of them aren't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's the way the cookie uh, crumbles. That is the way it goes. So a big win uh, for Aos Monaco's. Mr. Crimson. Yeah, Sponsored and... Sponsored uh, by a soccer team, football team, depending on where in the world you're watching. And I believe this is the first instance of a Dalsum winning a pretty big tournament. It's been a very, very, very long time. Um, I, can't, I can't remember a Dalsum off the top of my head in this game winning. I, I, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I do not believe. Yeah, I don't think, I'm trying to think I, here. I know, well, who would be the Dawsons that would win something? I, the, off of the top of my brain, I can think of uh, Commander Arturo. Jesse, Art. Yeah. Oh, um, the Brazilian guy who. Brolinho? No, the guy, uh, the Dawson player from Brazil, who he either almost or he won the last chance qualifier at a CPT. I can't remember his name. Not Kaoma. I cannot oh, remember man. this man's name. Oh well. Uh. Oh well. Point is, it's been a hot minute since we've seen Dawson. 
up on the big screen, up on the first place, up on the prize money. Danka Diaz is another Dawson player. Forgot about him. Sorry, Danka Diaz. Danka Diaz. Uh, so big ups to Dawson. And it was Dawson versus Laura, which everyone would assume is not a good matchup. So big ups to Mr. Crimson. Now, Steve. Here. Yes. What's going on this weekend? Uh, well, there's a couple things going on this weekend. Um, there is another CPT event. This one is going to be Brazil's turn. Uh, mm. First crack for them to qualify for crack for Capcom Cup. Uh, there's also sets the ongoing weekly series uh, on the Capcom Fighters channel on Monday. Players for that have yet to be announced. Uh, the big one uh, that will kind of catch my eye this weekend, Look Alive. That is mm-hmm. the sort of collaborative event being run by Combo Breaker this year. Um, it's going to have... Uh, exhibitions, it's going to have some combo video content, it's going to have merch launches, it's going to have comedy sketches, including our very own Sharpie. Uh, So there's going to be a lot going on on that. Check that out uh, this Saturday and Sunday. Diddy Mokoff! Yes, Diddy Mokoff, thank you. I was going to bring that up. I was waiting for you to finish. However, one more thing to note is uh, today, Rick has tweeted that more deets are going to be coming out tomorrow. Regarding Look Alive, so keep tabs on Rick Tejado's Twitter and Combo Breaker's Twitter. But yes, Diddy Mokoff, thank you, Big Four Lil, in the chat. I can sleep soundly tonight. <sighs> All right, Steve. Uh, there was Let's... one more event that we were sup- that we were going to have a, a recap for. Yep, that was going to be part of it, um, and that was uh, MKX Lives. Mm-hmm. So if you'll remember, we talked about that last week. Uh, it was a part of the tri- Twitch Rivals series being uh, presented by Maximilian. They had a qualifier, um, which was won by Humongous Brain, which is another one of those great names. Uh, mm-hmm. Right up there with Dookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then they, they had a 32-person invitational event online for MKX. They got down to top eight, but unfortunately, um, they had to stop because one of the players ended up getting... uh, One player got DDoS'd and could not connect, and another player had their home address leaked uh, in chat. yeah, it was uh yeah, it was uh multiple players were getting targeted by DDoS, which for those of you that don't know what DDoSs are, it's the denial of distribution or denial of distribution of services, which is basically you creating a thing that pings a system so many times that it overloads stuff. Uh yeah, basically so, uh, flooding it with fake traffic. Right. So, so players players weren't able to connect to the game nor the stream. It's basically like if you turn off someone's internet uh, and multiple players, uh, it was Deoxys, and I cannot remember the other player's name, who were being harassed and had their... Oh, hey, I turned this back on. I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> or it was let's Tuesday. Take, let's, let's take a, a break from this serious conversation to thank Lord Dorkface for subscribing for us. 
for the second month in a row. We appreciate the support there. Thank you, Lord Dorkface. Always coming in calling us nerds, but is the name... I mean, I mean, if the shoe fits. For sure. And then it's gonna it should pop up here in a second, but Kwanzai as well. 42 months. Big... Big yeah. man from the beginning. Three and a half years. Three and a half years. That's a lot of time. Uh, yes, it was Rewind. Thank you. Big for Lil's the fact checker of Best of Five today. Uh, it's a term of endearment. No, I got you. <laughs> uh, Big for Lil is going to be the fact checker for Best of Five today because this is the second time he's filling in the blanks that we don't have. Uh, it was Rewind and Deoxys were getting harassed and getting their addresses spammed in the Twitch chat along with getting DDoS so they weren't able to connect to the game or to their streams. So, everybody at Twitch Rivals eventually said, let's postpone the top eight. And we'll get this going another day while we address this. And Steve, I believe Twitch came out with an actual statement. They did. Uh, they said, quote, We do not condone harassment of any kind on Twitch. And we have paused today's Max Presents MKX Lives Twitch Rivals Tournament to ensure the safety of our participants. The top eight phase of the tournament will be rescheduled for a later date. So it's still going to happen. At what point, we don't know quite yet, um, but it is unfortunate that it got delayed under these circumstances. Yeah. You, this is something you never want to see. Um, it, it is a danger with online tournaments because you have, you know, it's online. You have that supposed cloak of anonymity. Um, so, it, so these types of things can happen, and it sucks. It's it's scary mm -hmm. um, that people would put other people's information out there, um, especially considering the types of incidents we've seen with uh, with swatting and you know obviously those are worst case scenarios, mm -hmm. but still that's just it's it, it's very very scary. Yep. Yeah, and um, yeah, Sheon, you said. Cheon in our chat here said what I was thinking is uh, I was thinking they were going to probably tape it offline and then play it as if it were live. Uh, so like that, that doesn't happen. However, the big issue here is people harassing other people, right? Like putting somebody's address on the chat is quite possibly the scummiest bullshit you could ever do to another human being on Twitch. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's actually worse things. Maybe I shouldn't say the scummiest. However, it is not good. And uh, luckily, it was a Twitch-sponsored event, so the people who needed to see it happen saw it happen, and let's hope that uh, whoever this piece of Dookie is is going to... Well, not Dookie, the player. I can't say the S-word. Uh, You're already brought sore, to justice. so you might as well. You might as well. Let's hope that piece of... Doo doo gets brought to justice, you know, because that ain't cool. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Oh man, what you, you just love making my job difficult in the worst possible ways. I tried my best, Steve. I'm trying my best. Anyway, bottom line is to hell with this person or people, and let's hope that. 
this doesn't happen again in the near future. Or that we can find some ways of preventing this from happening in the near future. But yeah. Yeah, question is how, though? Um, whenever you have... I mean, this entire website is based off of instant interactivity. Like, we, like we've been talking about what people are saying in chat as they chat it. You can't really... You know, if, for a chat room like this, maybe you could require all comments to be screened first, but mm -hmm. realistically, for for any sort of big event, I don't see how that's feasible. Yeah. I don't have the answer to that. Hopefully, Twitch wrecks their brain and they come up with an answer. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it's... Yeah, so Shayon is saying that uh, DDoSs have happened in other Mortal Kombat 11 streams as well, so... Oh, it's a, it's a crappy thing to do. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is. I hope the big wigs over at Twitch are coming up with something. Um, but man, yeah, I had no idea that's what, and, and this is the thing. It's like, you have a lot of people that are saying, oh, the NRS community is so toxic, blah, 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 blah. Or like, I'm sure other people who have never... Or who like follow Twitch rivals, but don't necess aren't necessarily in the FGC would see something like this and think ill of the FGC in the whole. So it's like, this looks bad on everybody involved, and it's all because one person decides to be a piece of, you know. So it's frustrating. However, uh, it hopefully with the ability to postpone, like Max said in the stream, like. Luckily enough for them that they stopped at top eight. So hopefully they'll be able to come with to a conclusion in the tournament and they'll come to a conclusion with all the other issues that caused the tournament to be stopped. Steve, any any other thoughts about people being pieces of dookie? No. Um I do have thoughts about people getting healthy though. Yeah? Yeah. Um so last week, Daigo Umehara, one of the legends of the FGC, tweeted out that they uh, were sick with COVID, um, COVID-related symptoms. Um, yesterday, they tweeted out that they were out of the hospital. Um, he went on a live stream to talk about his experience, and he said it felt like hell. You know, it felt like his fever was up to 102. Uh he, he felt like hell going to sleep uh, when he was awake, and even when he went to sleep, he was he, he felt like hell. Um, so it's great that he's able to recover and doing better, and we wish him nothing but the best. Agreed. Man, it's it's funny. Well, I mean, it's not funny, but it's interesting to see that with the situation we have in America, by the way, everybody, let's congratulate Steve for getting the second half of the vax. Congratulations, Steve. Two My weeks out, and you're going to be able. Hurts. Two weeks out, and you're going to be able to make out with strangers again. Uh, 
<laughs> because I was doing that so much in the first place. Yep. <laughs> My fiance is just like, she's like, Steve, you got to stop making out with strangers. <laughs> I know, I know this is a part of your life, but you got to slow down on that. I don't know how many times we've had that conversation. I'm like, I got to make out with strangers. I'm sorry. I got to do it. She's like, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, what I was saying is, uh, it's interesting to see how the situation for vaccines in America has completely shifted to everybody being frustrated they couldn't get a vaccine to places now just being walk-in. You can just walk to certain places, like walk in, no appointment needed, and you can get your vaccine. However, in Japan, the situation is very dire, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Majin Obama recently booked a trip to Hawaii to get a shot. And fortunate for him that he has the ability to do that so he can get a shot here in the U.S. But it's that's terrifying to be in a place... Like Japan, where everybody's already in such close proximity and not have access to a vaccine readily available. So, it's it's it sucks. And it's going to be scary in Japan for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just pulling up numbers from our world and data. Uh, as of, according to them, as of yesterday, nearly 40% of the U.S. population has been fully vaccinated. Uh, versus Japan, less than 2.5%. Yeah, um, they have really had a lot of trouble getting those vaccines out in Japan. And when you have a big international event coming up, like, oh, say, the Olympics in a couple months, yep. uh, there's a lot of uh, hand-wringing going on right now about whether, you know, whether an event like that should go on, whether... It, it, it's part of the conversation with the return of online or offline events, excuse me, um, which we'll get into later uh, because we've got another event going online this year. Um, yep. It's going to be a while before everything is going to be close to where we were two years ago in terms of being able to get everybody together um, and not having to worry about anything like this. Um for better or for worse, this is this is the reality, and it you know, the reality that we faced last year this time was different than the reality Japan was facing at the at that time. But the reality that we're facing now is different than the reality they're facing now. Um, there is no, it it it's not the same everywhere, and. You know, when we talk about having these online or these offline events, these Evo type events, these combo breaker type events, where you got players coming in from all over the world, not just the country, but the world, you got to be cognizant of what's going on in the UK, what's going on in France and Germany and Japan and Korea and everywhere else. That's part of the calculus now. Um, and that's another thing for these CEOs to have to worry about uh, if when they talk about reopening events. So I kind of went off on a ta tangent there, and I apologize, but um, it's just another difficulty that they've got to face when, you know, 
we in the U.S. are starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. There's this little reminder saying, hold on, mm-hmm. we're not all the way home free just yet. Yep. Yeah, nor do I... There's a part of me that thinks we're never going to be all the way home free, you know? Well, this I mean... This is just the new normal, right? That's what everybody was saying at the beginning of the pandemic, the new normal. I mean, there's going to be a point where we reduce the risk through vaccines and everything else where we reduce the, the the risk enough where most people are going to say okay we can accept the risk now we're not quite there yet we want to be there we really 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 want to be there we're just not quite there yet so it's all about determining exactly where that threshold is and uh that is a conversation that's perhaps a little above my pay grade. Above our yeah, pay I'm grade, Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you might be getting a little more than I am. I, I, don't, I, I don't know about that. My my checks are looking a little, little thin. Well, I think my checks are thin. Anyway, you know whose checks are not thin? Who's? There's this company, well, first of all, Die by Sword. <laughs> His checks are not thin, because he has been the patron saint of Best of Five for a hot minute, and they have just resubscribed for 43 months. Die by Sword, thank you. Good to see you, as always. Uh, that was actually a really funny uh, interruption there. Uh, but what I was going to say is there's this little company called Intel. They're a big company. Their checks aren't thin. So much so that they're spending a lot of money to, alongside the Olympics, like we were talking about earlier, have a giant event called the Intel World Open. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but a little, little birdie told me that the Intel World Open is actually opening up registration. We're not going to listen to the audio. But uh, they put out this giant thing on the Twitters. Uh, and Intel World Open registrations are now open. So if you would like to represent your country in Street Fighter V and or Rocket League, go register now at intelworldopen.gg. And you too can focus and drive and mastery. I don't think you can master it. Oh, you can if you try hard enough, Steve. Mastery is not... You can master something. But, you know what? We're not having this English discussion right now. Are you telling me that I am not able to mastery, Steve? I resent that. I'm, I'm telling you that you, in your current form, will not be able to mastery. <laughs> you got, Lord Dorkface in the chat, take not it with to that the, attitude. <laughs> you gotta uh, take it to the next level. Yeah. Well, one day we will mastery. Uh, but until that day, we will have to just try our best to mastery. Speaking of mastery, to represent your own country in the Intel World Open, you do need to be good at Street Fighter or Rocket League. And Street Fighter V has recently had a giant patch update that 
seems to be a tiny bit controversial. It seems to favor some characters while disfavoring others, almost like every other patch. Specifically, a subset of players, and good thing Sharpie's not here, because I think she would have a field day with this. Uh, Zangief was nerfed. Zangief was nerfed. How was Zangief nerfed? First, uh, every character got a got like it was like a system wide change where B shifts were used to get away too easily, and there were a lot of OSs from people who were using V shift, uh, and it was regarding grabs. So. The V-Shift system was changed slightly to where certain moves that were throw invincible are now no longer throw invincible, specifically because of this change. One of those moves being EXSPD. Used to be throw invulned from frame 1 to frame 6. Now no longer. And the reason is, if Zangief woke up V-Shift and did EXSPD... Even when the developers did not want this to happen, he would still be able to grab people and do the EXSPD off of a V-Shift. So, that's why that patch is the way it is. And it also inadvertently buffed a lot of zoners. So, zoners seem to be a little bit on the uh, up, up, and up on Street Fighter V, which is interesting because they've been not so great in the rest of the game's lifespan. So... We'll see what happens in the near future. Steve, do you have any thoughts on the Street Fighter Five patch? Is there anything that stands out to you? Um, so the the one that kind of surprised me, the one change is that Dan actually got a nerf. Mm-hmm. Sad. Um, yeah. Where basically he um. And and this was actually hidden tournament, uh, where where he has an infinite or now had past tense. There is now it uh, there is now a random chance um, that his fireball will be his his crummy go Hadouken, uh, which if that comes out, you can't you can't continue the infinite after that. Mm-hmm. Which it it's. I, I understand why they want to get infinites out. I feel like Dan should be the exception because it's Dan. I, I, I totally understand not wanting any of that in the game. But my my counter argument to that is come on. Come on. Well and, and, and my second point is dude, come on. <laughs> my third point is I would be kind of pissed if I had to sit there for 50 seconds while I just got infinited on until time over I don't know I kind of agree with Capcom on that point uh, however there, it's still Dan Infinite is still there sometimes uh, but yeah it's, it's a really weird thing to give to a character just randomly your fireball might not be what you expect it is ooh uh, Sorry, uh, yeah. I was just being told to not kiss uh, strangers. We we just had that conversation again. Okay. All right. Um, that's that's be- 
That's your battle to fight, not mine. <laughs> oh, I'm dragging you into this, Alon. You are you are firmly entrenched in this discussion now. You oh, brought no. it up. It is it is your fight as much as it's mine. Rip. Speaking of rip, which stands for rest in peace. ECT 2021 came out with a big announcement today. And that is... Also, by the way, they... The way they worded the tweet scared me. I have the tweet pulled up here. Uh, I unfortunately don't have it in our system for the chat to see, but... The tweet reads, and this is at ECT Throwdown 22 hours ago. It says, let's be real clear. There will not be a traditional ECT again. Now, what they mean is this year again, but the way it writes, or the way it reads is like, it's never happening again, ever. Goodbye. Uh, with that said, they have big plans for what they're going to do this year. And those big plans involve four months. Four months. Four full months. Four. 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 Quattro. Quattro. Four. Young. Four. Full months of online tournaments and events ending in a hybrid studio show featuring in-person exhibitions. And it is all powered by their <laughs> they have a music label as their partner roadrunner records and they've always had them yeah they that's been a very strong partnership uh between them between ect and roadrunner i think this is the third year mm -hmm. going now um i know uh, uh li joe is really big into a lot of the bands that were on the label. He mm -hmm. reached out like, hey, can we work together? And they're like, sure. And yeah, Roadrunner is actually on Twitch now. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of a lot of stuff has come out of this partnership, which yep. is which was unexpected. But as you were saying. Yep. So uh, with the events, they have something now called the ECT Community Throwdown. So the East Coast Throwdown, East Coast Throwdown Community Throwdown series, uh, it'll consist of 30, 30, sorry, it's this way, 30, 3 zero, 30 total tournaments in a rotating schedule that will feature Street Fighter V, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11, and, say it, Steve. Tekken 7. Tekken 7. Thank you for letting me be a part of that moment. You're welcome. Uh, each tournament, this is on their website, by the way. If you go to ecthrowdown.com, this is on their website. Uh, each tournament will be free to enter and have a 500 Smackaroo prize pool paying out the top four places. So that's a total of 15,000 Smackaroos in prizing. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. And they're also okay. collaborating with a lot of TOs. Like TSB, NYC Tekken, Kaza, uh, to bring an exceptional experience to everyone. And they're going to have more info, including region, uh, eligible regions and platforms and rules and stuff coming within the next week or so. 
That's crazy. It w I, w I already thought it was kind of crazy when we had, like, what was it? It was, like, three weeks of Animevo, right? Where every weekend was a different set of yeah. ridiculously large number of games. And now we got four months of East Coast Throwdown. So, that's exciting. That's an exciting undertaking that they're doing. Uh, and if you read the rest of the... If you read the rest of the statement, they also thank the community and everything. And that after I read the statement was when I figured out that they're trying to they will try to bring the event back in 2023. So it's not like how I read the tweet where it seems like they were never having ECT again. So big ups to ECT, man. That's exciting. So what's interesting is uh, the, my big takeaway was that they had to make the call in February of this year whether mm -hmm. to run or not you know either lock in the the exact wording they have was quote um there was a tough choice to be made when it came to our venue contract that forced an early decision to reschedule for 2022 at a manageable loss or keep our date with the huge risk of being financially accountable for our contract in full mm -hmm. so that is Difficult that decision. was a yeah and i mean this was a, a tournament that ran in uh september or, or excuse me uh october mm -hmm. so they had to make that call not eight nine months out yep uh when you're talking about the return of yeah you know, when ceo comes back when combo breaker comes back well obviously ceo's doing something in december uh but when you're talking about those that traditional June date, mm -hmm. you've got to make those calls eight, nine, ten months out when you're talking about these events. So there's still a tremendous amount of risk even now uh, when you're when we're talking about live events for next year. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very, very difficult. That's you know that's why yeah, you know, Jabali and uh, Shinobi with CEO and Climax of Night respectively. There, even though we're talking about events in November and December, those are still pretty big risks to take right now. Yep. Agreed. But yeah, and this is the world we live in. And it sucks for TOs, right? Because for a lot of these tournament organizers, they already don't see a big return in tournaments that they create and manage. So now they even have a financial burden of trying to like manage losses on top of the already... <laughs> manageable losses that you take on while running a tournament is incredibly ridiculous but big ups to ect for making it work this sounds amazing i can't wait to see what they uh how this gets fleshed out so looking forward to that one steve i think it's time is it time i think it is time it's time it's time it's vader time Wait, no, wrong wrong show, sorry. I don't know who Vader is. You don't know about Vader? I know about AOF. This cool Oh wait a second, is this a Metal Slug stage? <laughs> okay, that's pretty badass. Have you never played Metal Slug? Thank you, KOF fifteen for your trailer, but now we're talking about Metal Slug. Are we? Uh, I thought we were talking about Big Van Vader. 
Go to Halu, go play Metal Slug. And then go play Metal Slug 3. That'll answer all of your questions about that state. Skipping 2? Just yes. don't care about 2? Two? 2 was okay. off. 2 was off. Uh, but anyway, another week, another KOF reveal. Now they're revealing two characters at a time, and that was Team Ikari. So, big ups to all your Clark and your Roy Jones mains out there. This is sort of the... Um, you know, it once was, okay, we skipped a week and now we got to catch up. Now it's it's getting to the point where, like, they looked at the calendar and said, oh, crap, we got to pick up the pace here if we got to make, if we're going to get all these reveals out on time. So how do you feel about these two, uh, two reveals per week now? Metal Slug is one of my favorite games, and I'm happy that it's a stage. <laughs> Back to you, Steve. Just come Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's nice to see more characters coming out. Um, you know, at a little faster clip because now I, I, I don't think people would expect Ralph but not Clark mm-hmm. or Clark but not Ralph. So, like, okay, we got both of those tickets punched at the same time. Now, next week we could focus on some other character, um, which is not the stage from, from Metal Slug. It's not going to be another Metal more. Slug. Wait. Uh, man. I wonder if they're going to add Metal Slug characters as guest characters in KOF. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be a real big... I would buy three copies of KOF 15 if you could play as Metal Slug characters. Straight up. Actually, you know what? If only if they have the voice actor, just go heavy machine gun. I uh, sold, sold, sold. Speaking of sold, Steve, there's another game that's starting to sell so well that they uh they can't, they came out with a super edition of that game. It is so super. Which game are you talking about, though? It's so super that they added Street Fighter characters to it. And this is the game I'm talking about. Let's take a gander, shall we? Total strangers. This is the path of my destiny. I oh, like how there's just a dog. <laughs> Can we go back? Oh, go boy. back, please, to that sh- that shot. On the edge of a great challenge that brings together familiar faces. Just everybody, people there. Just pause right there. Just the dogs there, and nobody is saying anything. Have you not? Have you not watched? Power Rangers in the last decade. No, I have not. Me neither. I I was hoping you knew it. I watched the first season, and then I watched the second season, and then, like, five years later, I I joked with my brother and and said that eventually it'll be like, go, go, Power Rangers underwater. And then, like, five years (laughs) later, they actually made a Power Rangers underwater. I'm still trying to figure out this blue dog just standing here. So apparently he's the breeze with everybody else. Apparently he's educate me. He's the head of the SPD. What does the SPD stand for? Super power dogs. <laughs> but that's Doggy Kruger. So welcome uh, to the. Is, is his name actually Doggy Kruger? 
We're gonna have Is to go to. Is it actually Doggy Kruger? We're gonna have to go to our our uh, fact checker of the day, uh, the chat, <laughs> to uh, update us on that. Yes, it is. It is actually yes, Doggy Kruger. Why? Why? Welcome to the Power Rangers Cinematic Universe, Steve. You could go. It would have cost you zero dollars to use another name besides Doggy Kruger. Well, he's part of the Super Power Dogs, so gotta be named Doggy. Anyway. Can, can you can you pull up uh that can you freeze it on the screen where it says crossplay because it has I want to see if it's all it's all of the platforms. Yep. PS4, so Switch, it, Steam, Xbox One, even Stadia. So if even you're playing Stadia. So if you're tired of playing uh Sam Show, you can now play Power Rangers on the state. But yeah, I've, I've been meaning to play this game for a hot minute. I even bought it. I just never touched it. Maybe this is the wake-up call I need. You should touch it. You should touch... You should get your hands on Doggy Kruger. Alright, context phrasing. Oh, man. Alright, let's move on to our next reveal. Let's uh, please move on. <laughs> we're just gonna, away from Doggy Kruger. We're just going to go ahead and gloss over that one. Now, this is a reveal that I think... Shock the world, Steve. Shock the world. We we we've heard rumblings of this. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't look. Think... Here's the thing: since the FGC started, since fighting games were a thing, this game has theoretically been around, and it's back. Let's take a look at this. Shit. Sorry. Whoa! It's go time, baby. So here you are. This is Virtual Fighter Five, and it's available next week. Yeah, June first. Oh, that 1st. shenanigans. Console exclusive on PS4. Now here and let's talk about some of these deets, shall we? Because there are a lot of deets that came out. Um, and this is and this is the big distinction. So. First, I'm going to I'm going to leave the PS4 console thing last because there's a lot of lead up to this. First, uh there's going to be a stream on Thursday where they will be talking about the deets of Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Uh it includes new online features like spectator mode, tournaments, lobby systems and more. No mention of rollback, so we don't know what the situation is with that. Uh new opening cinematics, new UIs, new background music. It's developed by RGG Studios. If you don't know who RGG Studio is, they made a couple games called Yakuza, the new Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Judgment. So that's the that's the developers were that are working on this. They're also using the Dragon Engine, which is the same engine that they used for games like Yakuza, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Judgment. Now. Here's where the big issue happens. On the PlayStation 4, if you play a game like Yakuza, like a dragon, Judgment, they all use this engine. However, all of those games are in 30 FPS. Is this game also going to be 30 frames per second? That's something we'll find out. Uh, and I hope not. Right? I hope it's a, like a fighting game. 
and they do the 60 frames per second so we can all enjoy everything buttery smooth uh the other thing too is it it does say playstation 4 exclusive depending on where you see it ign tweeted playstation 4 exclusive other media outlets tweeted playstation 4 exclusive rgg studios twitter tweeted out playstation 4 console exclusive what does that mean does it mean it's the only console it's available on four is on playstation 4 and then it's also going to be on steam because other games have had that caveat and that wording right playstation 4 console exclusive so maybe it's coming to the epic game store maybe it's coming to steam as long as it's not on other consoles right we don't know we're gonna have to find out on thursday but this is a big exciting new announcement all the virtual fighter people are excited and all of a sudden the fan base for virtual fighter has grown exponentially by like 20 fold is this going to be another one of those things where everybody's super excited for this game then it comes out and a week later everybody's off of it again i you know if if you're a fan of virtual fighter i obviously you're excited about this um I don't know if this is necessarily going to win over the masses in ways that previous virtual fighters haven't. Um, it's not like it's necessarily a brand new game. If we're, if we were talking about VF six, then you know that it, it feels different versus VF five on a new console. Um, we may get some new details on Thursday uh, because, as Blue pointed out in the chat. This isn't necessarily Virtual Fighter Esports. Interesting. There is a live stream uh, that Sega will be doing on Thursday, um, and that will that will take place at 8 p.m. on Thursday uh, JST, which is about 6 a.m. if my math's good, uh, U.S. Central. So what, like 13 hours? It's 14, 14, hours? 14. 14. Yeah, because okay. we're five. Yeah, we're five behind uh, UTC and they're nine ahead. Okay, I believe you. Mostly because I am lost in my own brain. Uh, but this is exciting. You know, there's there's always been like a bit of an under. Not, I don't want to say underground, but there's always been like a big community for Virtual Fighter that just hasn't like quite bubbled up to the surface like every other uh game in the fighting game community so i think this is big exciting you know i've I've already seen people starting to lab i've already seen other people you know i think i saw the interest for virtual fighter resurface in the yakuza games because virtual fighter is in the yakuza games if you go to the arcades you can play old virtual fighter games uh and that's where i played most of my virtual fighter uh that's where you know uh i've experienced it and it was hella fun so, looking forward to learning Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown when it comes out next week. It comes out on June first, and the other big uh, rumor is uh, that it will be included in PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. That is unconfirmed as of yet. Yep. But if you're on that PS Plus uh, tech, you might be able to 
get your hands on this game without throwing down any additional money. Yep. So. And it's some of the PlayStation. So for those of you that don't know, PlayStation Plus is monthly. They have a selection of three games that you can download and play at no extra cost. Uh, and there, sometimes these leak a little bit earlier, right? Because it, it updates the first Tuesday of the month. So they're saying this week or this month, this coming month in June, that on Tuesday, the first Tuesday of June, you'll be able to download, uh, I think it's called Operation Tango, which is a multiplayer game. Uh, another game whose name I don't remember. And Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown is on that list. So... That's one of those kind of wait-and-see type of things until PlayStation formally announces it, but these leaks have normally been correct in the past. So we'll see what happens. See what happens. But every game that's been on that PlayStation Plus free list has done exceedingly well. You can count Rocket League as one of those games. You can count Fall Guys as one of those games. You can count Destruction All-Stars as one of those games, and they've all been doing very, very well since they've been... uh, up in that list at no extra cost for people who sign up for PlayStation Plus. So, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Everybody's going to start learning Virtual Fighter for 11 days until <laughs> until Strive comes out. Which, that's coming up soon, too. That's something I don't have on the dock, but that's in, what, two weeks? Three weeks? It, it's coming up quick. Time flies when, uh, when you're waiting. Mm-hmm. That's not how that saying goes at all. Nope. It's actually the opposite of how that saying goes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, somebody took some vacation off of work, and it just so coincidentally lines up with the 11th of June. So, Oh, how, how wonderful. That That's what a, such a magical coincidence. I Honestly, it really is, because I had no idea. <laughs> uh, genuinely, like, I, I did not... Mostly because... I had expected to take off a specific set of dates. Those didn't work, so it got pushed back. And those didn't work, so it got pushed back again. Um, Showbiz brings up a point. Virtual Fighter, a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's going to have rollback. Other people are thinking, oh, it's not going to have rollback. Nobody knows. Nobody knows until Sega opens their mouths and say, and says, rollback or no rollback. So that's one of those things where I hope they announce it on Thursday. If they don't announce it, then it's going to be one of those, like, Oh, maybe there's no rollback, you know? Uh, but that's the thing. It's like, Sega's already... Sega is a type of publisher who publishes fighting games without an online right now. So, who knows? I would say, um, you know, obviously this this ties into whatever the Virtual Fighter eSport announcement is. Mm-hmm. It would be very, very weird for a 3D fighting game to put out an online esports circuit for a game that doesn't have rollback netcode right now well it's been very very weird it's been done before i I can't imagine anyone doing that in 2021 i just i i fail to see it it's just not it's not possible for any company to do that here's here's the thing steve and this is my rebuttal to this What kind of finger... Does Sega have a finger on the pulse of the fighting game community? Do they know maybe about they, rollback netcode? Net code? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I just cannot see any company announcing any sort of online circuit for a 3D fighter 
without quality rollback netcode in 2021. I just can't see it. You want a bit of pizza um, on the, I don't know. Um, what's our next topic? I know. I knew you were trying to set that up, <laughs> but I just wanted to throw in a pizza bet. Anyway, I don't. I don't think Steve actually believes that. I think he was trying to segue uh, because there is another game that kind of has roll. It's like half rollback and half not rollback. It, it, it's kind of like lean back. <laughs> lean back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give it up. That was good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's on that. It's on that Fat Joe uh, netcode. Lean back. Lean back. Here's the trailer for the dumb thing. <laughs> Lean back netcode. Oh, it's these guys. Anyway, they've been kind of. Uh, they've been kind of teasing this all week. I do want to say this. Because this is kind of important on here, on this here screen. The return of the Do Tekken Dojo. Coming to all available platforms. If you'll remember, Dojo events were uh, introduced in the 2019. I forget if it was 2018 or 2019 Tekken World Tour. Uh, where Dojo... Maybe yeah, it was 2019? Sorry, go on. Uh, so, so Dojo events are... Uh, there are multiple tiers of events. There's the regional final, uh, there's the master event, and then uh, there was also the challenger event, which was uh, below that. And then they had what was called dojo events. These were community events that any tournament organizer to, could apply to, and if they met certain thresholds in terms of uh, entrance, then they could they could award Tekken World Tour points and your top four uh, results from dojo events counted towards uh, that tally. So if you ran like a 20 person local, hey, you could be part of the Tekken World Tour um, and may, that might entice some players to come out and give the game a shot. Um, it might entice some players to do try and earn that one point and say, hey, I'm on the TWT leaderboards. Mm -hmm. uh, but those are coming back uh, in this format, which is pretty cool to see because there's been a lot of online uh, a lot of online events that have been doing a lot of work uh, holding the community up and you know bringing them together with uh, the lack of offline events. Yeah. Now, Steve, there's something else that's been going on that I had no idea until I was doing some research earlier this week. And that is that Bandai Namco has been running a online dojo beta test since the 28th of April. And it actually wraps up tomorrow. And here's some stuff from directly from the website. And uh, they're using something called the Esports Tournament Portal. So finally, it's you can go to one place to sign up for all the tournaments, and then it takes you to specific uh, smash.gg pages. The only big uh, thing that they're asking everybody to do that I don't think I've seen in the past is they're asking everybody to connect their Twitter handles. So that's going to be something that's interesting. So if you're a player who doesn't have Twitter, you better start making one. But uh, I wanted to read some of this here because this is important. And, uh, and it's... 
So the beta test, which is wrapping up tomorrow, it's open to TOs and players living in North America who can earn leaderboard ranking points in online dojo held by TOs during this period. Independent organizers in North America can apply for their online tournaments to be recognized on the beta test, which I'm assuming will also transfer to the actual thing. Uh, and there's four levels of ranking points, much like you said, and it's awarded for, uh, and they begin at just 16 entrants. So if you have 16 entrants in your local, congratulations, you can win Tekken World Tour points, according to this beta. If they change it, we'll see. Uh, and they're doing it much like they did uh, the first time around for dojos, and that's if you are, they only take your best four online tournament results. Yes. And, oh, and ranking points are awarded from first through ninth, depending on bracket size. So, so if I believe, I forget if the cutoff for that is 64 or 96 for the, uh, for top 12 getting points. Yeah. But, and yeah. if you would like more information, you can click here on the screen. I'm kidding. You can't click on the screen. Uh, you can go to the league page for Smash. But anyway, it's exciting to see this coming back in the new fashion. Where was the thing? Oh, there it is. Okay, so this is where we left off. Steve, we need to watch the rest of this trailer. We do. Okay, here we go. It starts on the first. Everybody's going to be too busy playing Virtual Fighter. So let's go take a Thank look you. at the BandaiNamcoEntertainment.com website for yeah. the 2021 online challenge season. Now, so we have... when there, oh, go ahead. When there were one set of footprints through the Tekken World Tour website, that is where you carried me. Yep. Now, let's take a look at some of these regions, shall we? We have North America, which is the United States and Canada, Central America. Those letters are too small. I cannot read them. But it's so a lot of countries. Mexico. Yeah. Mexico and uh, other cent Central uh, America, North uh, regions. Correct. You've got, you've got South America, which includes Brazil, Chile, uh, Peru. Obviously, yeah. big tech scene in Peru. Yeah. We have the West Europe, which is obviously the West side of Europe. We have East Europe, which is obviously the east side of Europe. Oh, what's this? West Africa. Oh, West Africa and South Africa. South Africa? No. Oh, it is South Africa. Why did I think it was East Africa? <laughs> Whoops. Well, anyway, West Africa and South Africa are now regions in the Tekken World Tour Online Challenge. That's exciting. We've been at, like people have been asking for this forever, right? We saw the we saw the rise of the packet. Sorry, I almost just knocked a giant glass of water over. We saw the rise of the Pakistan scene in Tekken, and a lot of people have been saying that there are other pockets of Tekken gurus out throughout the world. South Africa, as in the geological location. Uh, so you see, it's hard to see because the t the writing is so small. But I wonder if I can, can I, I don't think I can zoom in at all, huh? Can I? I can read it off. Read them off, Steve. Who's in, who, who are the new countries coming to the Tekken Online Challenge? Started with that so, West Africa, if you would be so kind. So West Africa includes Morocco, Western Sahara, Algeria, Tunisia, uh, Mauritania, Senegal, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Sierra Leone, Mali, Liberia, Cote. 
Cote d'Ivoire. I always butcher that pronunciation. You could just say Ivory Coast. Uh, you really can't. <laughs> uh, Burkina Faso, Niger, Nigeria, Ghana, Togo, uh, Benin, Chad, and Cameroon. And then South Africa includes obviously South, South Africa, but also Kenya, Uganda, Uganda Congo, Gabon, uh, Equatorial Guinea, Rwanda, Tanzania, Zambia, Angola, uh, Mozambique, Madagascar, Comoros, Seychelles, uh, Botswana, Namibia, uh, Eswatini, Lesotho, Reunion, and Malawi. So, for all of those pockets of Tekken greatness in the Africas, welcome <laughs> to the Tekken Online Challenge. Finally, took so long for this to finally happen. And I'm really happy to see it. I know especially the CIV scene, uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Mm-hmm. They have a they have been working so hard in Tekken. Uh lots of in, in lots of games, but I know the Tekken scene has been uh working really hard to get recognition out there. So I'm really happy to see that they get a chance to shine. Yep. And that's probably my that's always a part of these online events when they go to different regions and say hey we know you got some players here let's see what you got yep who's gonna be the next breakout region who's gonna topple pakistan find out on the tech and online challenge and then we have uh the other regions <laughs> as well uh south africa the Middle africa East. region was such a huge shock for some reason. I don't know why I wasn't expecting it. I feel like other people weren't expecting it either. So the fact that it's there is surprising and exciting in a really good way. So, so I mean, not, it's not good that it's surprising. It's about time it happened. But it's good. More more players, more things. More Tekken. And then and, we have... You know, when, go ahead, go ahead. When you're, talking about on, when you're talking about online events, there's really no reason not to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about offline events, um, there may be uh, challenges in terms of logistics if you've got to have your people involved. But when you're talking about online events, you don't necessarily have to have the infrastructure to... You don't necessarily have it at someone's house. You can do it remotely. So there's really no reason to go to to new places. There's no reason to have countries excluded aside from perhaps uh, legal issues in terms of uh, money, you know, gaming laws and yeah. now, online the- gambling laws if, if in some places playing video games for money is considered gambling. The other thing that I um, think uh, kind of irked me about this whole thing is it's not that people in these countries had to play in, like, the European tournaments or they had to play in the Middle Eastern tournaments, they just weren't allowed to play. It wasn't right. a region. So they got completely left out. And that, I think, was the biggest crime of all. So I'm happy to see that it's being... Uh, that they're looking at it and they're accommodating. So finally, we get some African Tekken. Especially because we've had those uh, tournaments here and there that really showcase these communities in Africa that have been really amazing. Uh, at Tekken and at other games too, so I think it's about dang time that we finally that we finally uh, included Africa as a region. So big ups, big thumbs up. 
Okay. Other regions include the Middle East. Good. Because, you know, again, Pakistan. Still rocking the world in Tekken. South Asia. Steve, can you read the South Asia? I, I really can't see because of how small the text is. Uh, so, so, South Asia, it covers uh, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, uh, Tajikistan, Pakistan, India, Nepal, Bhutan, Bangladesh, and Sri Lanka. How about Southeast Asia? Got, that's Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, Cambodia, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, uh, Brunei, and East Timor. How about Philippines, Philippines and East Asia? That's Philippines, Taiwan, and Hong Kong. How about Oceania? Australia, New Zealand, Papua, New Guinea. No Fiji? No Fiji. How about, how about Korea? Korea. And Japan? Japan. All right. And those are the regions for the Tekken Online Challenge. Very exciting that there's a lot of regions. Also, if you go to the website, the trailer is playing here, and it all starts June 1st. Uh, the other thing I wanted to look at is... I really like the way they did this website because you can see the tournament overview and how they're doing points, right? Uh, you can see here, like grandmaster tournaments, online dojos, online dojos of a lesser fashion, other online dojos, and then online dojos. So 16, 16 players, you can see the fourth place gets one point, third place gets five points, second place gets 10, first place gets 25. That's a hefty amount of points. Same same uh, breakdown as previous years. So. Well, I never look at it. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's uh, all I do. That's <laughs> I know. All I... You're the stats man. You're the deets man. Uh, but something I like do want to... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, something I do want to point out that I don't think... And this might just be one of those things where I haven't seen it. Uh, but look at the bottom left of the screen here. Want to take part in Tekken Online Challenge 2021? Learn how through these downloadable guides. There's player guides that are coming soon. Organizer guides that are coming soon. So they're really giving people tools to participate in this thing. About time! I remember when I was first getting into the FGC, the hardest thing to figure out was, how do I go to a tournament? How do I sign up? That information was not readily available. I know for the, uh, a lot of the Street Fighter, uh, the Capcom World Tour, or Capcom Pro Tour events, excuse me, they do have uh, generally a PDF file that you can get that shows, you know, at least the process for logging into online tournaments and how to check in and those sorts of things. Um, I don't know if this is going to be more or less comprehensive than that. Um, but, you know, you know I, I, I like that they're throwing in something for organizers as well. Mm -hmm. In some way, extending the, the olive branch to say, hey, come on in. Be a part of this. Water's you fine. Know, let, let's, let us make it easy for you to be a part of this. Uh and in this website, too, you can see, and I'm sure this will be on this organizer guide, that you can sign up for your locals to be part of the Tekken Dojo event. So, go over there to the Tekken Online Challenge website, which is bandainemco.com forward slash 
uh, Tekken-World-Tour. There you go. So, big ups to Bandai can, Namco. What? You can also get there through uh, TekkenWorldTour.com. It will redirect you. Oh, okay. There you go. And they have a results page, so you can see rankings by region. So, that's exciting. Uh, but, yeah. So, big ups to Tekken, the folks over at Bandai Namco. For working hard and creating opportunities for us to play more video games on the online while we cannot play offline. So, big ups. Exciting. A shame that it's in the same day that Virtual Fighter comes out as the first tournament for this. But, you know, you pick your poison. If you like Virtual Fighter, play Virtual Fighter. If you like Tekken, play Tekken. If you like both, sorry. Schedule out your day better. Steve? Any final thoughts about Tekken Online Challenge? There's points. This is the first one, the first circuit since the outbreak of COVID that has some sort of points and qualification system, which means, or, you know, second, actually, because the first one was the uh, Mortal Kombat Pro Competition. But I'm getting back into my groove now. I have purpose again. Back in the saddle, Steve. I have a reason to be. Steve's hopping back in the saddle, everybody. Get back to those spreadsheets, uh, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded really mean. I didn't mean for that to come across like that. Uh, Steve, we have come to the end of our doc and the end of our show. Is there anything you want to leave off saying to the peeps today? Um, Take care of yourselves and each other. Well, this has been. Did, did another... I just drop a Jerry Springer reference? Yes, you did. In 2021, oh my goodness. Yes, you did. Anyway, this has oh. been episode uh, the May 25th episode of Best of Five. I have been Elon. Here's my social media information. You can follow me on Twitter. There. This has been Jerry Springer, <laughs> Steve, the main squeeze, Ace King offsuit jerk. You can follow him at. at Ace King offsuit. I just unplugged my headphone. I hope this is still working. I think it is. I cannot hear you right now, Steve. I apologize. My headphones have begun unplugged. But luckily, we're doing the outro. So, with all this said, I believe it is time for us to sign off. Thank you for joining us again this week. And we'll catch you next week. Steve, stay the thing. Good night, doggy. Kimmich. Hope you said it, because I can't hear you. <laughs>